0: Hi, everyone. It's Marcy Bullock. Welcome back to season three of Wolfpack Career Chats, the anchor season. A, ambition. N, networking. C, compassion. H, health, both mental and physical. O, organization. And R, resilient. Enjoy the pod. Pac Fans, it's Marcy Bullock today with Carlin Wright Geeks. Welcome, Carlin. Hi, thank you for having me. We're so happy to have you today. I know in your role as the IPV Prevention Education Coordinator at the Women's Center, you have a very challenging job. So tell us what IVP means and a little bit about the work you do.
1: Yeah, so I um, work within the Women's Center here at NC State. The Women's Center is one of four campus community centers. We're housed under the Office for Institutional Equity and Diversity. And within my role, um, I work with students um, over the years that I've been with the Women's Center, have provided direct support to students who face any form of interpersonal violence so that we define as including Um, anything from sexual harassment, stalking, dating and domestic violence, uh, and helping students kind of understand and make sense of traumatic experiences that they may have faced. Uh, and also helping provide an understanding of the different processes and resources that are available. So students have the option to go through um, Title IX investigations through the university, uh, report to police, um, or do um, criminal legal investigations. so there's a lot of different options that we're able to kind of support students and understanding what their resources are and what choices they have. Um, I also do prevention education work, so I'm developing um, trainings and workshops for both students and faculty and staff. I advise our Um, student peer education group, which is called The Movement, uh, and also have launched our PAC Survivor Support Alliance, which is our faculty and staff training program.
0: You are a busy woman. It sounds like you're doing a lot of very meaningful work that's so important. What are some of the warning signs that a student or a faculty staff should be aware of to start triggering in their brain, maybe I need to reach out for help?
1: Yeah. So every every person is different. Um, how each individual person experiences interpersonal violence is going to look really different. Um, we often, you know, encourage people to not make assumptions about what somebody might be going through, but recognizing, you know, if somebody does seem um, on edge, anxious, maybe missing classes or missing assignments, uh, potentially. You know, withdrawn from friends or activities that they previously enjoyed. Um, it can really range range the the gamut of signs. But um, anytime something like this might come up, it could be um, it could be a sign that something else is going on.
0: And with your resources on campus, uh, this is a place where someone can come and get help if they feel like something could be going on or maybe they feel threatened in some way what is what normally happens when they reach out to you what's the step it sounds maybe a little scary
1: yeah absolutely Um, so the best way to get in contact uh, with an advocate from the women's center is either emailing our um, advocate email which is um, ncsu advocate at ncsu.edu or calling our sexual assault helpline, which is 919-515-4444. Um, so the helpline the help is actually the, the quickest and fastest way to get connected. Um, it's answered by Women's Center staff uh, directly from 8 to 5, um, Monday to Friday. And then after hours and weekends, um, it initially goes through uh, the Counseling Center protocol and then can be directed um, to one of our advocates who is on call 24-7 so we generally can make an appointment um, and have meet with students in our offices Uh, we're located on the fifth floor of tally student union we're also able to meet students elsewhere on campus if there um, is some barrier to coming directly to the women's center Um, usually what that looks like is really guided by you know what the student um, is looking for and what they need so we don't pressure students to share any more than they're willing to share. Um, We are responsible employees, which means that uh, if there is information about interpersonal violence that's shared with us, we are required to connect the student with our Equal Opportunity and Equity Office. Um, and that again can can seem kind of intimidating or scary, uh, but we really try to talk with students to understand what it means um, and what their resources are. Um, so we, you know, often are just there as a as a listening ear. And then as we start to learn more about you know the situation um, that might be happening, there's a lot of different ways that we can help um, help respond and work with that student. So some examples of things um, could be. You know, working with our Equal Opportunity and Equity Office, uh, connecting with professors for excused absences or extensions on assignments. Um, we can work with students to potentially um, move on campus if, if their housing situation is not safe. Um, we're able to really talk them through what the, pro- the different reporting processes are if they do choose to, to move forward with that. Um, we also understand that there's a lot of reasons that a survivor would not want to move forward with reporting either to um, the university or to police. So we are as supportive as possible about a student's decision. Um, we can also connect with the counseling center um, or help connect with counselors off campus. So there's a lot of different ways that, you know we're really there to try and be the best um, kind of resource and conduit to help students understand what all of their options are.
0: Very helpful, Carlin, and the fact that you have all these colleagues that you collaborate with around the campus to just provide the safety net for people. It really does ease the fear. I want to dive in a little bit into the prevention aspect of what you do. So we know what to do if there is a situation where you are a survivor or you have experienced violence. What are some tips you have for college students or really anyone who may be entering into a relationship as far as prevention goes?
1: Yeah, Um, so we do a lot of different work. Our um, primary prevention is often Um, directly workshops with our peer educators. Uh, So we kind of consider some of the most important information for students to have as they are entering college is a basic understanding of consent, um, what consent is, how to ask for it, when it is not possible um, for consent to be obtained. Uh, We also have workshops on healthy relationships, so really thinking about you know, what does a healthy relationship look like? What are the signs? What are the things you want to really build and nurture in your relationships, um, both intimate and platonic? Uh, And then we also do training on bystander intervention. So thinking about, you know, what does it mean if you do start learning and recognizing the signs of interpersonal violence, dating and domestic violence, stalking, harassment, how do you intervene if you see some of those things happening? Um, So we have trainings on really looking at Um, different scenarios and things that might realistically happen on a college campus and what are different ways that people can um, check on the person and make sure that they're okay or prevent future harm from happening. Um, Obviously, depending on the situation, depending on people's identities and what's going on, there has to be a variety of ways to intervene that still keeps the bystander safe and is able to um, prevent any future harm.
0: Thank you for walking that whole scenario through. And as far as the next thing that you would like to share with anyone, would you like to offer any final tips to a person about the resources you have that we didn't cover or about their own ability to stay safe?
1: I think the only additional thing I might add is that um, interpersonal violence is never the survivor's fault. Uh, we are, you know, very much raised and ingrained in a society uh, that really perpetuates rape culture and victim blaming and part of what we're training in the prevention um, workshops, both for students and for faculty and staff, is to really check and understand um, what are the ways that we might be perpetuating this ourselves and how do we learn active listening, how do we learn ways to really support those around us um, who may have experienced interpersonal violence. We know that the statistics and the rates are incredibly high, um, both for college students and across the general public. Um, so more people than than we know in our lives, in our families, in our communities have been impacted. Um, so a lot of this work too is learning responses where we are um, showing that we are supportive, um, that we believe survivors, that we are uh, a safe and trusted place for somebody to come and speak, um, and really working to kind of destigmatize some of these conversations so that many more people, many more survivors um, are able to come forward and start talking about their experiences and able to access resources without that fear of shame or judgment.
0: Agree with you 100%. Thank you so much for having this conversation today and for all the great work you do.
1: Thank you so much for having me.